The By the Hood podcast is sponsored by the Discover Your Options Bootcamp. Getting started with trading options may seem intimidating, but with Discover Your Options, you'll be up to speed faster than you could have ever imagined. No matter what your ultimate goal is, learn the basic skills and gain all the confidence needed to ultimately win in the exciting world of options. For more information, click the link under Discover Your Options in our show notes. And for 20% off, make sure to use the code BUYTHEHOOD, one word, for the 20% discount. What's up, people? Welcome to this episode of the By the Hood podcast or webcast because I don't know how you're consuming this content. I'm your host as always. My name is Jimmy. And as we start off every show, it's with gratitude. Just want to say thank you to all of our supporters and family that have, you know, shared our content, purchased our merch to watch our live. Um, you see what we have going on, uh, you know, with the Black Wealth Project, our live show every Sunday. Um, also, just um, our students, special shout out to our students. So we have several students who have purchased a course from uh, By The Hood University, which you can find at bythehooduniversity.com. We have an intro to the stock market course, uh, a stock market analysis course that shows you how to value companies. Um, and also we partner with Discover Your Options for those learning um, the advanced part, learning how to trade options and make money daily in the market. We have a course on that as well. So shout out to all our students. Um, you know, we appreciate your support and we continue to bring you education because the one thing about By The Hood University is we have a private group that we share information on a daily basis, as well as a Google Classroom in which we share all kinds of stuff. And we talk about books, um, movies, uh, this video content, how to trade, how to invest. So it's an ongoing thing when you become a student. It's not just you get the course and it's over with, but uh, it's an ongoing process where we help you learn um, and become better investors. But I just want to say thank you to the students that we do have. Thank you to the students that will be coming aboard this week. And we appreciate all the support. Um, as always, I'm joined by my partner, Crime Corey. How are you, sir? What's going on, Jim? How's everything been with you? I mean, it's trying to maintain these crazy times, but everything's good. Everything's good, brother. Um, listen, our show is to highlight brothers and sisters in the community who are doing amazing work. Um, we speak to business owners. We speak to community activists, philanthropists. You name it, we speak to them. But as, as long as it's positive and they're doing great work in the community, we want to make sure that we highlight them. This brother that we have going on, I want to read this resume because – uh, before we even came on, I told him, I said, I don't, you must have 36 hours in a day. Um, he's the founder of his own computer consulting company. Um, he runs a camp for the children in the community, Tech, Tech Core 2, um, teaches coding, right? Um, he is the executive uh, vice president of I Buy Black. He's also the president of the I Buy Black Investment Group. And president of, uh, <laughs> he's also president of 100 Black Men which does all sorts of work in the community to, um, you know, uh, help, help young men in the community uh, become better citizens. So he has his plate full. And without further ado, I want to welcome Brother Joe Wilson. on. How are you, sir? Oh, man, I'm doing wonderful. And I appreciate that, um, those, uh, that, that, that bio, you know, the intro you did on me. And our Brother Corey, I'm glad to see you, man. Um, and, and just glad, hey, man, I'm very impressed with you guys. Uh, I love the, uh, the, the by the hood, the uh, just everything you're doing there, uh, you know, the school, the branding you're putting out, and um, it's, it's wonderful. So I, I see great things coming out of our community, and it's uh, brothers like you that have a lot to do with it. Yeah, I, we appreciate that. And, and that's the thing about it, right? So when you, when you watch media, social media, or just regular media, it's all these, but there are a lot of people, such as yourself, um, who are trying to put good work in and actually doing good work. Um, I talk a lot on here about like, you know, investing and also that I'm part of an investment group. You are the president of the investment group that I belong to. Um, so that's one of the things we want to talk to you today about because uh, everything going on in the world with this pandemic and you have a lot of things going on and we'll definitely have you back on on one of our platforms to talk about, you know, everything that you got going on with STEM and all of that. But um, we had a conversation and you were, you were telling me that you believe that investing as a group, right, is a great way to um, help our community coming out of this pandemic. So we want to make sure we focus on that today. But before we talk about that specifically, can you tell us a little bit about your background? Um, where are you from? Uh, how did you get into, um, you know, the tech industry? So give us a little bit about your background. 
So I'm, I'm, a, I'm a native Philadelphian, um, uh, West Philly, born and raised, you know, Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually grew up in the same neighborhood in Winfield. So, uh, so uh, you know, that's, that's a little bit about me. But I will say that is um, that I think is interesting and has a lot to do with sort of how I turned out. That when I was in second grade, I actually was um, going to get left back because <laughs> uh, I could not read properly. Interesting. So um, I had to uh, I had to go to summer school, and my and my parents and my mother in particular made a crucial decision that um, I'm just so thankful to this day. She um, she stopped getting her hair done to pay for my tutoring. You know, you're talking about. 40 years ago, $25 an hour. That was a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And I had to go to summer school to get my reading comprehension up so that I could stay up with my, um, with my peers in, in school. So I went, I went from that in second grade. And then by the time I went off to high school, I went to what is arguably the best high school in the city. So um, I think that was the pivotal piece for me because um, I, I saw how, you know, and I was a standard. I what high, what high school did you go to? <laughs> I went to uh, Central High School. Oh, so did we. You know, yeah, okay. THS. Okay. Yeah, we, we, we 254, but, you know. Okay. Um, 246. Okay. <laughs> All right. See, I knew it had to be Central or only, only people that make that proclamation are people that went to Central or Masterman. It's only those two schools <laughs> where people say, you know, arguably the best high school. I knew it was one of the two. So, but Corey and I are both a Central grad, so. Okay. okay, that's what's up. That's what's yeah, up. yeah. But look, man, in second grade, I wasn't going nowhere near Central. I tell you. <laughs> 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 no, but that's about sacrifice. That's a great story. That that you know, that's an amazing story. That she was willing to make that sacrifice, and it worked out. And put you it, in it position. It, listen, I'm gonna tell you. You know. I would most likely, most likely be in jail for several different things <laughs> if, if my education didn't take off. And that's, that's just a fact. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm eternally grateful. So the different things I do in a community, it really is that the backdrop is that I'm trying to push people to get that exposure that 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 you know by, by birth I hit the lottery ticket of the parents and they ensure that that you know I got educated so I'm just trying to help people out yeah that's why um and it's funny um um and, and shout out to another central grad our sister Aisha who just uh, released a book this week and I was reading her book last night and she was talking about like the sacrifices her mother made for her and why there's no such thing as someone being self-made Everybody has, you know, there's no such thing as the term self-made, right? So, and your, your story is just another example of that, of, you know, regardless of everything that you have going on, you're doing amazing things. Your mother made a sacrifice all the way back in second grade that, like, put you on the right path. Yeah. 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 So that's, that's interesting. Let's, so Let's get into this, this investing, wealth building. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, before, before that, though, let me ask you a question, though. So you went to Central, but how'd you get directly into tech? What was it about tech? What drew you to tech or how'd you get into tech? Um, you know, because what was it about that? And it was this yellow circle thing with a piece of the pie cut out the mouth. It would go across the screen, chop, 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 Pac-Man. I fell in love with Pac-Man. <laughs> oh, interesting story. Hey. Nah, that's, that's dope. And all the games, you know, Asteroids and Galaga. So I was, I was infatuated and I just knew that's what I wanted to do. So originally I wanted to be, uh, I wanted to make games. Um, and so I, I, you know, I was able to go off to school for computer science, but what I didn't know was that I went to a university on the East Coast, and what they prepared you for was more or less working in the, de the defense industry or in, like, banking, hospital stuff on the business side. Okay. To make games, I should have went to school on the West Coast. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. So I went to a great school, but it was the wrong school for what I wanted to do as a kid, but you know, no big deal. I just, um, one of the lessons, life lessons that I, I, I like to think I really learned was you always make lemonade out of whatever you're given. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I, you know, I tried to 
take that computer science degree I had. I knew I didn't want to go work in corporate America. Um, I don't know if that was the absolute best decision I made, but I wanted to be a business owner. So I went to business straight after college. Okay. Okay. So then um, I know that I Buy Black, right, is, a, is, a, is an organization um, that works in the community to help us support black business. Yes. So you are a part of I Buy Black as well. Uh, I believe your title with I Buy Black is Executive Vice President? Executive Director. Executive Director of I Buy Black. Okay. So once you're a part of that organization and you're helping to draw, um, you know, traffic to black businesses, um, and, and for those out there watching, make sure you support your local black businesses. But um, how did you decide, I'm going to take this and create a, a, a spinoff, a little investment group, out, uh, you know, off of this uh, organization? How did that idea come, you know, to you to do that? So I, I got involved with um, I Buy Black, I think it was in 2018. And so I was, um, I actually had helped found another black business association in the city. Okay. And by that time, the, the that group had um, disbanded. Mm -hmm. But we had, we had did some really nice things in, in the city. So the, the folks who had organized I Buy Black, they actually were coming to us for some consulting advice. And so once, I, I'm assuming once they learned that the, the previous group I was with had disbanded, they, they came to me and said, look, Joel, we would like for you to uh, sort of take the reign over at um, I Buy Black. You know, it's just different stuff that you're talking to us about we sort of understand, but we don't understand enough to implement. And you, you know, you seem to have the passion and, and the integrity behind it. So, you know, why don't you take the, the, the realm? So I, I agreed to do it. I jumped in. It was like May, I think, of 2018, and it was right before Juneteenth. So I had to do a whole lot of prep to help get the online stuff for Juneteenth ready. And then as I just sat and thought about <clears throat> the different stuff that we collectively as businesses are doing, it just really occurred to me for some reason, like, wow, you know what? The investment club thing, you know, the thing that we attempted to do in the last group and we talk about it a lot, we need to do this because we can go the next two, three, five, 10 years and we may never really hit in your business like you want. But if we are coming together collectively and putting that money up every month and using our, you know, our diverse brain power to pick stocks and real estate investing and things like that, we can make this entity work. I mean, we, we can more or less guarantee this entity is gonna be a million or multi-million dollar entity more so than we can guarantee our individual business. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, and so that was the impetus. So I went, you know, to the uh, the folks who were sort of running, uh, the folks who founded I Buy Black, and I pitched the idea to them, and they was like, you know, that's what you want to do, do it. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, so you know, I was really given a lot of uh, independence and leeway. So uh, by January of uh, 2019, we founded IBB. Investment Group LLC. It is a separate legal entity from iBuy Black. iBuy Black is actually a 501c3 nonprofit. IBB is a for-profit LLC. Um, under, underlying is, is partners, because you know with LLCs, you can be an LLC sole proprietor, LLC corp, LLC partnership. partnership. Yeah. Right. So we're an LLC partnership. And, uh, you know, we went off and in, in, in running the, the whole concept is, you know, we've incorporated. Uh, matter of fact, let me bring up our uh, our mission statement real quick. Yeah. And while you and while you bring that up, I just want to say um, what, what impresses me most about it is you, you you're talk to people who have like um, similar goals. Right. So a lot of times I, I know personally, I try to start investment groups going back 15, 20 <laughs> years. Right. And you always start with like, you know, your closest friends or your family. And then, you know, you know how the, anybody who's ever tried to start one, you already know how that goes. Uh, right. You know, um, Corey and I have tried to start one before we hit, we, we put 30, 40 people in the room and everybody says like, you know, well, let's meet again. And we're all bringing our attorneys and like that got in the way. And it was just a mess, like, you know, trying to organize this thing. Um, so it's sort of like, we you know, when I came across this or what have you, um, 
this you had you I like the fact that you have everything structured um you have everything in writing and it's amazing people that are a part of the organization you get to meet amazing business owners and other people who are coming together collectively um to build something so it's, it's also inspiring in that way as well because everybody looks like you you know right so so I, I'll say this and this is I think part of the success of the investment group is that it's founded, you know, basically by a bunch of entrepreneurs. And one thing about entrepreneurs, we're very used to hearing no. So no doesn't really stop you from getting up in the morning. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and what you're looking at, this is actually my third attempt to start an investment club. So the previous two failed. So it's all in, you know, it's the psychology of how you look at it. I just look mm -hmm. at it that I learned. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, but, not, a, it's they, not a loss, it's a lesson. Mm -hmm. So I took, I took everything I learned and, and what we're seeing now is, is the gumbo that works. Yeah. So, um, you, you know, there's certain things that we mandated. Like you can't, you, you gotta, one of the quick filters you gotta do is you gotta filter out the people that love to talk but don't put no money in. Man, oh my. <laughs> I know a lot of them. <laughs> we got, we're filled, our community is filled with them. That's why when you want to come to our, our, you know, come to our partner meeting as a guest, you got to pay $25. That's going to cut out 90% of the people you talk to, which is great because now you're more quickly getting to the folks who are serious. Absolutely. So, yeah. you know, we, we just, we, so we got a lot of little tweaks in there um, to make it work. And, I, and I'm proud to say one one thing we never have we never in our existence we've never had to worry about chasing people down each month for their money they send it automatically through PayPal no no issues if you had a bunch of people that you got to call and ask this would never work yeah it would never work and we and the group of people leading it. I think everyone has integrity. Doesn't mean we're all, you know, we don't always agree on everything. Um, I have submitted several things that I wanted voted in that folks voted down. <laughs> so yeah, I'm yeah. thinking president, but you know, folks don't just go along with what I say. And again, you know, telling me no does not make me lose sleep. I'm good with it. Mm -hmm. um, so we have, I think, a great balance and we've been able to, um, you know, get and another big thing that I learned is that your accounting has to be tight. You got to have a system that people can see where their money is. One of the things we, we and this is a reality, we have to deal with because of slavery and the, that, that ongoing legacy of slavery, we do not trust each other. And that's just a fact. We don't. So you have to have a, a mechanism when you're bringing people together who don't know each other, how they can feel comfortable with their money. And that accounting system is crucial. So we, we went out and we actually are using the number one accounting system for investment clubs. Mm -hmm. So um, a lot of people I'm sure know about QuickBooks, but QuickBooks is not the thing to run your investment club with. You're going you're gonna to cause yourself some problems and headaches. And, yeah. and you and know, it's so, very transparent. So the transparency is everything. So oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Every time, yeah, and and that, and that definitely works. And definitely and for the the leadership in the club, so that we're not overburdened. Because just think about it. If I was getting pinged every day on this investment club, how could I do all this other stuff that I'm doing? Mm -hmm. So yeah. the investment club has to, you know, to a certain degree, run on autopilot. People have positions, and they can run their position, and they're not being overburdened. And, and so, you know, we, we got a lot of nice tweaks, you know, in there. Um, and, we're not, and we're not asking people to put up money that they really can't afford to put up. So you can get in our, your, your monthly cost in our investment club can be as low as 50 bucks a month. And the reality is $50 a month is your coffee money. <laughs> I mean, that's the reality. No, it is. It is. You know, it's cheaper it is. than your, your, your cable bill. So... You know, yeah. almost anybody could pay it if they if they decide, yeah, this is what I want to do. You can do it. You're not risking your mortgage and stuff like that. And also, um, 
what's interesting is because we meet monthly, uh, if you're a novice, you actually start to understand um, investing because there's people that have a lot of experience there. So you, you actually can learn, you know? Right. So right. I, I think it's worth, I think it's worth the $50, right? Just for someone who doesn't know to come in because of things they'll pick up and how that can improve their own um, finances. So, yeah. So do you want to share, you want to share something um, from the site? Oh, yeah, yeah. If I just wanted to go over a couple things. Um, okay, so so I just wanted to take you on a quick tour on the I Buy Black site. If you go to I Buy Black, the name of our investment club is IBB. So if you just start, matter of fact, let me just click I Buy Black so you can see the homepage. Boom, here you are. If I start typing IBB, IBB, then you'll see the IBB investment group pops up. I click on that and boom, I'm on our little landing page. So our mission statement, <clears throat> to build wealth in community, embracing the Nagoja Saba and leveraging technology. So it was real important that everyone we attracted into our group, you have to buy into this, you know, uh, the Nagoja Saba. If, if you don't, and, and, and listen, you don't have to, you don't, you don't have to believe this. You don't have to follow it or anything. And, and if that's the case, you're just not a good fit for our club. Our club, everyone buys into the Nagoja Saba, cooperative economics, um, you know, having a purpose, you know, you know all, all those principles that, that bind folks together. And we, you know, we realize that when you're, when you're dealing with money, number one, money can't be your God. So we don't want folks that that's, that's the end all be all. No, no, we appreciate money as a tool and we're trying to build wealth so that we can build our community up, build our community, build our families up and get the benefits from that. But we, we don't want people that worship money. We don't want them in our group. So uh, uh, one of the other tenants, folks have to agree to read Miseducation of the Negro extremely important book. It deals with, I think, the psychology of Black people uh, better than almost anything I've, I've, I've read. One of the things I'll just mention is that um, I do have a computer science degree undergrad, but I also have 36 credit hours in African studies. So those are two things that really root me in how I operate in the community. So Miseducation of the Negro is just, I think, an incredible book. I would argue that is the one book that every black American should read. Um, and try to read it by, you know, middle school, um, definitely in high school if you missed it. But if you read that, that will help to, uh, I think, center us and, and help us push us forward into nation building. Um, you know, I think from the, from the time our ancestors were brought here, uh, collectively, that's really what we should be doing, nation building, trying to rebuild what we lost back mm -hmm. in our homeland, and, and that's a, that that is that is one of those books. Um, Carter G. Woodson, by the way, uh, is the author. So make sure you know. Uh, and and we keep a, a books list um, in our notes, so that we, and that book is actually up there already. So okay, um, yeah. So that's one of the books we want. We always recommend people to to pick up that book. It's a uh, classic. Right, it's classic, and you can even you know now they got like a free PDF because it's in public domain. It's so old. So if you you know. You have an issue with paying for it, then you could do that. Uh, and we have some great black bookstores like Hakeem's that sells it. Um, Uncle Bobby sells it. So, you know, if you're going to buy it, buy it from a black bookstore. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yep. All right. So, uh, and, and then one of the things I wanted to point out to the folks, there was a bunch of articles that came out July of 2019 dealing with um, black wealth going to zero by the year 2053. And I don't think our community really either understands it or is, is relevant, you know, because you know, after this came out, the next YouTube or Facebook, you know, sensation hit. And our folks, you know, is, is off to the next thing. But this is real. I mean, if you are in a capitalistic society and you have zero wealth, you can call yourself whatever you want to call yourself, but guess what? You are a third world citizen. Yep. So, you know, if you think about everything our ancestors fought for, I mean, whether it's Harriet Tubman, Frederick 
Douglas. I mean, just, you know, the people who died that we won't even know their names. I mean, you can see what they did to Brother Ahmad, and that was caught on video. So you can just imagine the, the atrocities we've, 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 we've uh, endured. And we're about to lose it all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's crazy. And they actually gave you the air. It's 20, 2053. Right. You know, they say black wealth will be zero. 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 Right. And I, that's scary. But, you know. Um, and so I, what? And, and so, you know, I just want to just just highlight that for, uh, for a moment. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and uh, go, you know, stop that screen share. And uh, but that's that's like that's real, man. That is so serious, and you just don't really see it in our community. So how do we combat it? I think one of the I'll start with entrepreneurs. I'll I'll start with what I think we should do. Mm -hmm. I've been an entrepreneur for over twenty years. So I came out of college, went straight into business. And um, started out sole proprietor, about 10 years in, switched over to an LLC, been operating since that. And also, I'm, I'm now in some other entities where I can make some revenue, too. <clears throat> but when I reflect back, the best thing I could have done when I got my first business license mm -hmm. was to join an investment club. Because 20 years later, regardless of what I did in my business, regardless of how many computers I sold, how much service time, clients, monthly payments, any of that, I'd be, I'd be a millionaire, without yeah. a doubt. And everybody that I was with, we would all be millionaires. So, you know, I'm not a millionaire. You know, I own some property. I got, you know, some equity there. I have... Um, a, my business, my business does have a, a, a value, um, but I'm not, you know, I'm not a millionaire. And I think the simplest thing that definitely entrepreneurs, I mean, it's like a built-in retirement. Yeah. Start that investment club from day one. Like we should be, we should have investment clubs in our community the way we have little league football, little league baseball. We have all these dance schools for young ladies. Mm -hmm. We got Bible, Bible summer reading school. That's how investment clubs should be in our community. No, you're you right know? about that. And that's one of the reasons why, like, Corey and I, um, for the past several years, have had an investment camp uh, uh, for kids. Um, and, and this year, we're going to try to, like, you know, um, replicate that online because of everything going on. But you're right. If we start that out, uh, uh, you know, imagine that, you know, when you're starting high school, you join one. Right. Out of this, one of the one of the things about um investing is uh in compound interest is time. Right. So time, that time plays a part. So right. you know, as an mm -hmm. entrepreneur, you think that entrepreneurs should uh be looking to start investment groups, right? Right. So I'm, I'm, I first spoke about entrepreneurs just because I think, um, I mean, I'm gonna just be honest. Most entrepreneurs, most black entrepreneurs, you're not going to become a millionaire being an entrepreneur. I'm just, I'm just being honest with you. Um, and that's not a knock. It's hard. <laughs> you know, it's one thing to talk about being in business when you, when you ain't in business. Yeah. But when you are in business and you've got employees and insurance bills and, and all the operating decisions you got to make, it's, it's not easy. It's And anyone who's at a job and you complain about the job, I'm telling you, if you got a job, you got basically one boss or maybe a couple. And if you can't figure out how to satisfy them so you could, you know, derive your living, you don't need to try to become an entrepreneur. Because forget one boss. If you got 50 clients, guess what? You got 50, 50 bosses all different personalities. You got to figure out how to satisfy them. No security. They can fire you at almost any time. I mean, if you have a, a contract, that's, you know, that'll give you some security here. So it's, it's challenging. It really is challenging. I think a lot of times we romanticize it and, and people don't really understand it. It's, it's, it's a challenge. That's, and that's a fine. Point. I mean, I, I chose this life. I'm not running from it. I chose it. I, me personally, I, I know I couldn't, <laughs> you know, not be in, um, an entrepreneur, 
But that security of connecting with some other folks doing a, 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 an investment club over a, a lifetime, uh, you pretty much can assure becoming uh, a millionaire. And so I'm just uh, advising that our, our, our small business owners that they make that part of their portfolio. Uh, you know, try to get with some folks that y'all can agree on, you know, some type of mission statement and, and, and do that. And it's not always going to be your family. Sometimes your, your family is going to be the hardest. Um, yeah, that's a lesson right there, man. Because like I said, your initial thing is always, you know, you want to try to help the people closest to you. Right. So you reach out to your close friends, your family, and that, and that's always not going to be your tribe. It just won't. You know, it's sad, it's sad to say, but that, you know, that's a lesson that you have to realize. It may not be your family or friends, but you can find a tribe out there. There's, there's somebody right. who's on the same wavelength trying to do the same things you do. And to your point, though, um, I think it's interesting about, like, we start talking about this from a community standpoint, um, is when you're talking about building a community, right? So uh, you talk about building big businesses. One of the ways that we can build big businesses is by having these groups to invest, yep. to get to the big business. I was just about to say that, like, if you want big businesses, you got to start with the small things. Like, you know, this investment club costs, like you said, as little as $50 a month. And if with the, the collective power, the brain power. See, the thing about what people don't understand is that when you talk about money, you're talking about time. And so when you put your collective money together, you're putting your collective time together also. And so what it does is create a time warp where everybody actually gets more time because everybody's working together and their money is working together. So you get to create bigger projects and do bigger things because with, with a smaller amount of money because everybody has the same collective mindset, which is why I like how you talked about the mindset of the people that you want in the club. You know, right. they have to follow the N'Goz Zaba. So if, if they're not following that, then we don't really want you for this club. Not that we don't want you as far as part of the, of the overall community, but for this specific club, if that's not what you went to, then that's not what you should be getting in, you know, we don't want you involved with this specific project. And, and that's the thing about it, though, because you, you talk about there's no big, no big uh, entity, whether we're talking about a, a college institution, a big business, um, anything that was built by one person. It always takes a group, right? It takes a group. So when you start with the smaller, uh, the, you know, smaller investment groups and you build them and they become huge, that can allow um, big corporations to be formed because that that's where the investment dollars will come from you know so, so i think a great example that i would use is uh marriott a lot of people don't realize marriott started out as a hot dog cart it was a yeah. hot dog cart. <laughs> yeah and 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 you can see it's it is a hotel international hotel conglomerate and but what marriott did is that when they were a hot dog cart they made sure their accounting was straight they made sure they had policies and procedures. They could hire folks. So then whatever was that next opportunity came, they had the infrastructure to, to do the next opportunity. And then it was a next opportunity. You know, it, it just kept rolling up like that. Where one of the, mis one of the mistakes I think we, we make as a community is that we never build infrastructure. And then we have all these grandiose conversations. And you know, the way opportunities typically happen, when opportunity comes, you don't have time to put infrastructure together. You either have it or you don't. So our thinking, our strategy is we're building infrastructure. Mm -hmm. And then at any point in time, when an opportunity comes that matches, you know, our infrastructure, our assets, you know, our brain power, then we can actually you know, engage and take advantage. It won't be a conversation. It'll be, you know, here, you know, we can brief, we take a vote, we take action. And that, and that's a, that's a different mindset. Mm -hmm. And I know for me, that, that personally fits how that my, my, my thinking, you know, my, and I like that. I like to be able to look at an opportunity and be like, boom, we, we go versus pontificating to no end. Yeah. Yeah, because yep, because we deal with it all the time. I, I you know, um, not to be funny, but I, I know people that have been telling me they want to invest for two decades now and haven't pulled the trigger on one thing. 
you know, and every time you see them, I'm getting ready to. They always getting ready to do something, right? You know, so. What, what's 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 the name? You know what I'm saying? Don't 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 beat around. Call uh, them what you call. I, I call them mutumbos. Like I'm about to mutumbo. You know, mutumbos had names, and one of them was like I'm about to. So I say I'm about to. I stop before they even say anything. I say I know I'm about to. I'm about to. So I call them mutumbos. But yeah, so um. Man, uh, so how do you think that um, you know, someone watching this, let's say they're in, because um, our 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 followers and listeners are from all over uh, the country. Let's say they're in Chicago, Milwaukee. What would you say is a way they can, you know, start to put something together um in their community to to kind of like replicate what we got here? So I, you know, it's interesting because uh, I'm in Hundred Black Men. We we said that. So I had a uh, I was on a one of our national calls a couple weeks ago. And I was talking about the investment club. And so a brother out of, I think it was Detroit, something like that, had reached out and was like, you know, I'm interested, you know, I wanna, I wanna start one in my community or whatever. So what I posed to him, I said, look, I propose that you join our investment club and you can think of it as your internship. So, you know, you gotta pay the regular fee, you know, you gotta do your monthly, but by doing that, now you're getting our agendas. You're participating in the meetings. You can see how they go. Uh, you have access to the recordings. So you, you're, you have a live class that you're learning from. Mm -hmm. And so then once you do that for a couple months, and, 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 and in our club, you know, you can leave. It's not like we force you to stay, so you can leave. So you have some options. You can just straight leave, or you can say, hey, you know what? I'm just going to continue in this club and, and now I have enough knowledge and confidence. I'll start my own. Or you could even take your, your individual ownership and then convert it to the club you start. And then, and then we could just be one of the assets you hold in your club. Um, and I just thought that that was just a, the best way he could learn. Because I don't have time for you to be calling me and asking me a bunch of advice on how mm -hmm. to do this and how to do that. Um, and if you're really serious, fifty dollars a month is you know that's that's not that's not killing you. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's, that's that's actually that's a dollar that's a dollar and a quarter a day. That's 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 actually <laughs> a great system right there, right? So the way you broke that down, so. You join, you learn, and you have the agendas. You, you see how it's set up. You, you, you see how the bylaws and everything are set up, you, and you, you go create yeah. your own. And, you know, one of the investments uh, of your club could be our club, or, you know, um, you could sell your equity because we're always looking to buy people's <laughs> equity. <laughs> uh, us members are always looking to buy other people's equity. The so sharks you, is looking. The sharks yeah, is yeah, looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're always looking. We're looking. So, yeah, I, I think that's brilliant. So, um, you know, for those out there watching that aren't from the Philadelphia area, you still can join. Um, you know, we use, uh, you know, technology to have our meetings at this point. So I, I think that's a great idea. Um, and again, you can reach out to me and, uh, and, I'll, and I'll try to help you up if you want to get situated and get set up with coming into the club. Um, I'll make sure that all Joel's uh, information is in the show notes uh, in the description as well. And also the link to what he showed you. He showed you exactly how to get on there. So you actually don't even need the link if you just follow what he said, but you can click the link as well. You know, if you're lazy like me, just click the link. It'll take you right there. But that's a brilliant way, no matter where you are. Now you have an opportunity to belong to a club, but also create your own club. Because again, we're about community first. All right. So one of the reasons that, um, you know, I respect Joel is because it's not about Joel. It's about the community. And I like to link up with other brothers who care about the community. So we talk a lot about finances, real estate, money, but it's always this right here is community building. Yeah, it's community this based and community, community built. built. It's always because about the community you have first. To own the businesses in your community to be able to own your community. All right, so Cora, you I want you to make a point about that. Because why is that? Because we talk about by the hood in terms of you know property or what have you, but that's not just the residential property. Well, well so what happens with with, with our communities is that we have a lot of people that's not from our community who build businesses in our community and then take the money back to their own communities, right? So if you don't own the businesses in your community, you don't actually own your community because the tax base is being built on people who take the money out of the community instead of bringing the money back into the community and building things in the community. Like, it, it, you know, for, for most of these stores, right, let's, let's you know, I don't want to pick on Asian folks, but, let, but you know, they there and they everywhere in our community and they take the money and then what they do 
is they take that money, they take it and bring it back to their communities and their communities are thriving and flourishing. And then we, we, we have something in our community, we have a block party or something, and you can't even go to that store and say, give us, you know, some some things that we can use in our community so that we can have this block party or whatever we're doing. You know, we're, we're having a back to school drive and we can't get pencils. So you, you have these businesses in our community that don't have a stake in our community. And so if you want to have a stake in your community, you have to build businesses that have a stake in your community. Yeah, and now, so this is a way to build businesses that have staking in your community. Now, piggybacking on that, piggybacking on that real fast, I just want to say, so imagine we set up these investment groups, we're pooling our resources, and you have a brother or sister that wants to start a business in the community. That's another resource. Absolutely. That's another resource. It's a resource Absolutely. because it's not just about the big companies. We want to own them too, but we also want to be able to help and own the smaller ones as well. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. And I just want to also uh, piggyback on uh, who, like, who owns a lot of the businesses in our community. And, and, and uh, Brother Corey had uh, mentioned the, the Asians. The Asians are just the current immigrant that uh, owns a lot of businesses in the Black community. There's always been an immigrant. Uh, some years ago, you know, it was um, uh, the Jewish uh, folks owned a lot of businesses. And, and right now, along with the Asians, we have a lot of uh, Dominicans that own a lot of businesses. <clears throat> and I want to sort of go back and look at why, why I think part of the issue, and this is not exactly my, my own uh, creative idea. I've, I've you know, seen um, some information on this. But um, one of the ways that Blacks are socialized is it, it, it's... Um, it's like keep going to <clears throat> keep going to school or getting formal education almost uh, without end, and and it's like once you do all this, then you're going to have this huge salary, and then you know you'll get the the financial benefits from that, and I think we need to flip that equation and 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 really. We need to be about investing and saving, regardless whether you have education or not. <laughs> like this is not, this is not for yeah. folks that go to Warden or go to, you know, only the Howard grads are doing this. No, this is, this is just like literally, like when I came up in the hood, they made sure that, you know, I could dribble with my left and my right hand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like yeah. I had to put time on the courts. I messed my knees up trying to dunk. So this is how we got socialized. I, I made they made sure I could hold my hand. Because when I traveled outside of my neighborhood, you know, and if you step to me, you 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 know, you gonna know that it's, you was in a fight. You it's gotta become it's gotta become part of the culture. It has yeah. to become part of the culture. Like you said, that's a great analogy too. Like you gotta be able to dribble with both hands. They make sure when you come from the hood, you got you know how to play right. ball. Like you especially gotta learn how to lay listen, up left. In, fo- right. in Philadelphia, hoops is like a culture. So like part of part of our overall culture should be um learning to save and invest. That's a great point. Absolutely. And and if and if we did that, then we'd have more people coming out of high school who, you know, even if you didn't go to college, okay, no big deal. But they would go after those corner properties and turn it into something. Go after the, the, the carts and whatnot. It doesn't, it makes no sense. That but that's why we socialize them young, though. That's why we started our bodyhood camp when we start kids at five years old. As soon that's as they can read, as soon as they can read, they can come. That's right. You know what I mean? So get them, if you can teach, if you teach them to read, we'll teach them to invest. And that's yeah, why that's, we do our. That's, that's why we do our camp. Because and that's yeah. why we started that way. That, that's mm-hmm. exactly right. And 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 I'll just sort of bring it full circle with the investment club. The nice thing with with our club now. So, um, you know, one of the things we do through our club is we we loan money. So if you're a partner, you can borrow money. So right now, our max loan will max out about three grand, but that's going to fluctuate as our assets grow. We may be up to four grand actually. And that will fluctuate based on our assets. So if you think about it, how many businesses can you start for three or four thousand dollars? It's a lot. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a lot. Yes. So if that, so if I'm happen to be walking down the street 
uh, and I see something. I'm like, wow, here's a new, you know, and I actually, I actually saw something that I really liked a couple weeks ago. It's a, it's a fusion type of um, Asian food and they have a franchise. And if it's a few grand, I know I can just go back to my club and be like, owe me the money. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and again, and as a club, you can set it up ways where you get an equity stake as opposed to just a loan. There's different ways you Absolutely. can do it. But Absolutely. what happens is that investment group becomes a hub to do all these other things we're talking about. So that becomes Absolutely. like the base. It becomes the base because this is the actionable step. Like this is the actionable step of building businesses that people can do and you can do it within your own circle. You don't need you don't need anybody's permission to do these things. You can actually do these things. It just takes the time and the discipline and the want to, to actually do it. And so that's the thing that we're not talking about. Like you have to want to do this. You have to want to build these communities. And that's the thing that most people don't want to talk about. Most people don't want to do this stuff because it's actual work. So I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it so that y'all don't have to. Most people don't want to do it. They, they full of tomfoolery. And yeah. so let's let's just say what it is. If you really want to build, this is a actionable way to build and buy and, and have the things in your community that you want. Because here, here's the here's the secret sauce in all this, right? So Corey and I wrote a book, right? Own your time and space. Um and we'll have we're gonna actually you can go to ownyourtimeandspace.com. We're gonna have a um downloadable PDF. Uh, right at by the hood university because we want to make sure everybody gets access to it so you can go to amazon and get the physical book but we're going to make sure it's a downloadable pdf as well but and you'll still better go to ibuyblack.org exactly we're going to have it on ibuyblack.org but here's the point i want to make about that in terms of time right so core you talked about time when you come together as a group overall what we're talking about is the mindset of becoming your own bank right because the, the secret sauce to a bank is a bank leverages everybody else's time, right? Uh-huh. A bank takes in this person's money, lends it out over here, and the, the people run a business, but the bank has equity doing it over here. The bank leverages the world's time and does nothing but sit there as the middleman. The bank is the ultimate middleman. So what we're talking about is, you know, um, for lack of a better term, creating our own banks, our own you infrastructure, you, our own you organization. You don't have to actually build a bank. You can just yes. build. You don't have to actually build. It's a mentality. It's not. It's not a physical structure. It's a mentality. Bank. Yes, like you know, you don't. You know, you're not leaving money with us and then have it just sit there. It's an investment. It's an actual investment. But the but the mentality and 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 kind of what we're talking about is the same. So when you start to build, you know, you 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 become a part of this group and you start to go out and build your own. What you're doing is you're building these hubs, which can you know become banks. Not in the literal sense, but the, like what you're actually doing is doing the same thing. You're leveraging time, people's time, energy, money, resources, and that's how you build the community. So I think that what Joel is trying to say is that this is this is a, a a central hub. We talk about community building. This is a big, big part of it. I think I think you hit the nail on the head. Like <clears throat> we, I, what I'm advocating is that we look at how the black community is set up. And our new central focus point has to be wealth. And we need to have a mechanism that is scalable and it doesn't have a high barrier. See, a lot of times in our community, the way you became middle class, it really wasn't scalable. Well, when, when, when the need to become middle class was you had to go to college, then that no longer was scalable. Now, only 25% of us could do that. And that helps out racism, because now racism has a tap on how many of you, you know, can move forward. And that's racism, that's what they've always tried to do. They've always wanted to control black folks. So we need mechanisms that are not controllable by outside forces and building investment clubs. There's no, no one has control over that. It's something we control a hundred percent, you know, and I'm going to say something radical. (laughs) If you look at the money we take in on Sunday in churches and the power that could come out of that for the most part, our community sees very little. 
Now, we, we have certain churches. I know in Philly, I, I know the, the handful that's killing it, that's, that's, that's making waves for our folks. But the majority is not. And, and that money could be leveraged a lot better. And, and I'll even say one other thing. This is a little controversial with, with our church. So a lot of our churches, they bank in the majority banks. They don't, they're not banking in the, in the black bank. And if you look at the majority banks, look at, you know, they're taking all this money in from the black community. And what was their record on giving PPP loans to black businesses? And I would challenge any black church, if the bank you put money into did not give PPP loans to black business owners, you, do, you need to move your money from that bank because they have clearly shown you they are not lending money to black businesses because the PPP loan was basically 100% guaranteed to the bank. So if they're not going to loan you money when it's 100% guaranteed, they ain't never going to loan the black community money. <laughs> never. I'm, I'm just so, Say so word. We, we all have got to make some hard decisions this is not about doing the same thing you did in 2019 because 2019 didn't help us. You could see we are on track to be zero in wealth by 2053. So this is causing us as individuals to make different decisions, us as business owners, us as leaders in churches, like everybody who claims they have a stake in this community. If you are in a fraternity, a sorority, if you're in 100 Black men, if you're a Mason, we all need to make different and better financial investing and wealth decisions because we are in a collision course to nowhere. Absolutely. We need to get real with this. You know, Absolutely. where you put your money, you cannot keep putting your money with someone who is screwing your people. Man, you said <laughs> that's it right there, Core. Right? Uh, yeah, what did it say? Like, because yeah. it's a new world we in. It's a new that, world we in. Like, I, I had a Jay Z moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so so I, listen, you you laid it out right there. I just think that what I like about what you're saying is this is something that's very actionable. You literally went on a site and showed people how to get started. So. This isn't one of those things where it's just, you know, pontificating about what to do. It's not take, hypothetical. Yeah, take action. People can literally take action and, um, you know, start to do what they have to do to improve their lives as well as their community. Because, again, it's about community. But you're going to improve the community at the same time improving yourself. Because, um, like I said, not just the financial aspect, uh, the community aspect you get from joining you get this to group. know other people. That are, that are on the same wavelength and trying to do exactly what it is you want to do. So I think it's very, very powerful. So, Joe, what's the, um, what do you see as the future? Uh, you know, because we could be here all day, but I just want to know, what do you see as the future for, um, you know, the group um, as well as yourself? What do you think are some of the things that we could do moving forward um, that we haven't done this yet, but you see us doing? So we, we, we've, we have um, taken some next steps in the investment club. Uh, one of the next steps, we're moving into um, a day trading. And so uh, we, uh, we've actually voted on that. That's been approved by the, by the partners. So it's just really an operational thing. Just get all the paperwork in line. So we're going to be moving forward with that pretty quickly. Um, the next thing is that we're going to move more formally into real estate development. So um, we've... Um, already started talking with um, uh, one of the premier developers happens to be black here in the city. And so we're looking at uh, moving with those opportunities. And it's, and it's interesting, I, I will say this. So there was a challenge in the group that we needed to, and this is outside, outside of you know, our, our, our monthly contributions, because we're doing that and that's going great. But we needed to be able to raise an additional 40 grand um, for our first real estate deal. And I just felt so, just so good because we got no pushback. The partners, they just saw it as, you know, here's, here's the goal. People had different ideas of how to raise it. 
but no pushback. No pushback. And that, to me, is a beautiful thing. So, so real estate development is, is, is definitely going to be a big thing that we're, uh, that we're moving into. We actually have, uh, actually, I think, two, two individuals. We have several individuals who, who a lot of folks invest in real estate. But we have two that are active, like house flippers. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, from one of the house flippers, he actually showed me a deal this week. Um, and I, I need to reach back out to him so I can talk that through. So we, we you know, we got more stuff coming on the table than, um, it, you know, that, that is great. So yeah. uh, we'll be bringing that up at partner meeting on <laughs> in June. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. But, uh, you know, we, so I feel real confident. Uh, when, I, when, I, when I did the original plan for the group, we would get to a million dollars in seven years. But I think it's going to be a lot sooner than that. I think years yeah and, and and that's going to be impressive uh to build a, a million dollar um organization with with black money so yeah. <laughs> you know and that's the thing so now we're talking about we're trying to oh, give the blueprint of how to replicate million dollar business exactly so, so so this could be done it's in scalable, multiple places easily. like and, and this 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 is what we're talking about in terms of community building we talk about the whole concept of by the hood this is what it is this is exactly what it is because this is something that's scalable, like Corey said. Um, you know, the blueprint is there. So, you know, now it's just time to make it happen. Um, so Joel, um, man, I just want to say thank you for your time and thank you for explaining that because now with that knowledge you dropped on us today, um, people could do this all over the country. And there's black communities in every city in America. Yeah. We need to we need to have these investment groups um all over the place because this is how uh we take care of our own. I, and I'll drop one last um, nugget on you. So when I was a kid in first grade, back then, they would have, it was called like passbook savings. So literally, they would bring a passbook to your class and you would put nickels and dimes and pennies or whatever. So <clears throat> we should literally be doing those same things now from investment clubs. So your, your, your kids, you know, each week or each month, they're putting their stuff up and their, their pennies together. And they're putting an investment club. And then by the time they get to be 18, they look up. You know, they, they got an asset that's 10 grand or 20 grand. Absolutely. Oh, one more thing I want you to mention, too, because um, I know it's part of our club as well. We have college students that could join at a, at a discounted oh, yeah. rate. So um, just, just break that down for the people listening. Yeah, so we, we, we have a, a membership level, which is for college students and young professionals. So folks from 18 to 25. And so you're, um, they can join for 150 bucks, and then their monthly contribution uh, is is as a minimum of 25 dollars. And and one of the things I looked at in doing this, so um, in my in in my company we hire a lot of college students, and so matter of fact I was looking at payroll for last summer. So I had one college student last summer. This kid made over four thousand dollars from one summer. So he could take. He could join the club, pay his 150 to join, and then take $25 times 12. Uh, if my math is right, that's $300. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pay the whole year in the summer when you have the money, so then you're not worried about it during the year. And then the next summer, get your next internship, do the same thing. So then when you get your degree from college, now you are already in an investment club and you have some, some money saved and, and, and what you have learned from the investment club is incredible. Now, when you do get that, that, that good paying job out of college, it's pretty easy to become a millionaire between 22 and 30 if you have the right knowledge and you are saving um, 10, I would say, save 20% of what you make. If you save 20%, you'll be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. But our, our folks have been operating just off the wrong equation. They come out of college, they make sixty thousand, they spend eighty. <laughs> you know? Absolutely, I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah. So, so I yeah. was that person. <laughs> I seen it. I was. I, I lived it. Yeah. So, um, this is one to make sure you put that out there before we get out of here, just to let you know that if you have younger um adults, that you can also participate. You know, um, and you know, it won't hurt you, but you also learn along the way. 
So, Joel, yeah. man, I just want to say, man, um, thank you so much for coming on and sharing that information uh, with us. Uh, we'll definitely talk to you in the future more about what you got going on with STEM and everything, but we wanted to make sure that this message gets out here at this moment because it's very important. Um, and much continued success to everything else you got going on because, like I said, you're all over the place with the 100 Black Men and the investment group and, you know, with your own consulting company. So um, much continued success, and we definitely will continue to build all together. So, Corey, any words before we get out of here for Brother Joel? I appreciate Joe because my kids went to his coding camp. And so, you know, he, we, we talked a lot about the, um, you know, the investment club, but Joel makes a lot of other contributions in our community that really need to be talked about because teaching the kids the STEM, even if they don't use it per se at a job, they'll have that information if they ever want to. Absolutely. And so, you know, I forced my kids to go there and then I didn't have to. I had to force them to go. And then once they were there, they enjoyed themselves and they loved it. And so I want to say thank you for having my kids and being, a, a, you know, having your organization be so reputable and do such a great job in teaching that my kids wanted to go after I had to kick them in the butt to make them go. <laughs> yeah, thanks for everything <laughs> you do in the community, man, because all of it's important. All of it's important. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. If I can get that video, so I can use it. <laughs> <laughs> we got you, man. So, Joel, I'll make sure to put all of your uh, your links in there so people can, like, reach out or what have you if any questions. But, um, again, much continued success. Thank you for everything that you do for the community. Uh, and to our listeners out there, make sure you, you check out what, what we got going on and, and take us up on it. Like, you know, start to try to build your group up. But join our group and get the information. So, um, and to our listeners, as we always say, it's not about how much money you make, it's about how much you keep. Game elevates, and we shall see you on the next episode. Peace. Peace.